0: possibilities with Catherine Jean.
1: We're back with endless possibilities and as I said earlier we have Alan here today who is a spiritual connector medium, everything everything in one. How are you Alan?
0: I'm very well thank you. I'm uh, enjoying life and uh, this is probably my favourite time of year as well. The, uh, the, the, the the spring summer time, this is my, my peak time of year so I'm going very well.
1: Is it the peak time of year for, does it get you more in tune with your spiritual life or is that just all the time?
0: That's all the time but yep. it allows me to spend a bit more time in the bush because a part of my, uh, I work so much in the spirit. And working so much with psychic and yeah. mediumship and people's energy that mm. I do need to ground quite regularly and so this yeah. time of year allows me to kind of walk an hour or two through the bush three or four times a week mm. and a bit of swimming and just allows me to be in a physical sense it's great yeah yeah
1: actually it wouldn't probably be a good it would be a good idea if a lot of people did that <laughs> to take all those stresses of city life and whatever they have in the happening to take that bush, walk in the bush and just breathe would probably be a good idea so the question on everyone's lips, yes. can't you hear it? It's all in the background here, uh, is, um, so everyone has a story of how they get into things, and, I mean, you would have one. Did Was it something that came upon you in a way that you knew it was there but you didn't actually acknowledge it, or was it did it just come you know like how did it happen for you
0: it wasn't a natural process for me to begin with because from a young age i didn't see spirit or heal spirit Mm. hear spirit or have psychic premonitions or anything Mm. along those lines really i did have a couple of uh, moments that I can look back on and I say, oh, that's definitely spirit-related because yeah. a couple of times as a very young man, yeah. I would wake up and just hear angel trumpets and angel music and there wouldn't be any words and I wouldn't put anything, uh, any particular reasoning behind it, but mm. I would just wake with the most beautiful angelic choirs around me. And that happened a couple of times as a young man, but nothing more come of it. Yeah. Personally, my journey opened with trauma. So right. had, a, had a difficult upbringing yes. and required some personal healing and some counseling 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 and there was events that took place that kind of opened up a part of my life that needed uh, me to open up the door to healing and when I started that process and opened that door to healing I started to hear voices and I started to hear voices in my head impressions I could feel Mm -hmm. things around me and I really I didn't want to be part of that that Mm -hmm. that those voices kind of came in around the age 20, 21, that kind of age. And as a young man, I didn't want any of it. I just wanted to be a normal young man, enjoying himself, partying, playing sport, yeah. um, girlfriends and um, or local friends. And I really just wanted to be Alan, the, the young soccer player, running around and enjoying himself. Mm. But the universe had other ideas. And yeah.
1: I had to um, get to learn what the voices were all about. So that's interesting that you said that you had a trauma that brought this on. Mm. And it, I, from a therapist's point of view, I find that interesting because mm. a trauma is something that goes deep into the subconscious mind. Absolutely, yes. So was it that it, in some way that trauma triggered a pathway to open and like my thinking and my belief is that the subconscious mind is there to keep us safe Mm -hmm. runs our body it does everything it has to do it's a brilliant thing and it's 95 percent of your mind so the thing is that when that happened to you did these voices come to you because they were actually protecting you
0: absolutely my my belief now 20 years on is that it was part of my subconscious yeah bringing up information or even the spirit you could bring the spirit world into it if you wish to but a part of me a part of my subconscious a part of the dynamic of the spirit trying to bring healing towards me something that was i'm trying to repress or regress needed to be looked at and needed to be healed and needed to be understood Mm. and even when you look at the old uh, shamanic paths and the shamanic Mm. wisdom they talk about how trauma can separate parts of aspects of the soul and aspects of the mind and at some stage they will want to return and that returning is sometimes where the voices are heard or the ptsd may come in all those Mm. kind of contributing aspects to the the subconscious so Mm. yes is the answer that i think it was part of me looking trying to get help
1: yeah and and the subconscious was putting its hand up and saying right this is what we do now yes and this is another one of its like toolboxes of what it does to try and keep us uh, safe so we all our body works well if you did that and at the age when you were actually wanting to be a young man as you said go and Mm. play sport do all these things. Was it confronting to have those voices coming through to you and to be like, mm, I don't really want to do this, uh, what will I do? Like, was it, did you feel compelled to or did it come more easier to you to accept that that's sort of where you wanted to go?
0: It probably took... Uh a number of years before Mm. that took place it would have these events occurred say early 20s 2021 i really didn't open the door to my spirituality where i decided to embrace it completely until around the age of 27 and 28 by that stage i was married yeah my life wasn't going brilliantly and i was searching for answers how to create a better life and then i opened the door my wife opened the door Mm -hmm. to for me uh, to the spiritual path and yeah. the spiritual awakening mm. and then many uh, years later i w- made my way into a spiritual church yeah and that's when the door really opened for me yeah. where i began to have a completely different understanding of the universe
1: yeah which spiritual church did you go
0: to blaxland that's yeah. the blaxland spiritual center yeah. which is up at hope street blaxland yeah no
1: i've heard a lot about blaxland
0: yeah i was part of the committee there for a Ten years, and I was also at one stage there the coordinator for five of those Mm. years as well, and it was a wonderful part of my life. Mm. Great learning experience, and Mm. we just got to a point where we began to open the doors and help other people kind Mm. of find their own spiritual path as well. No dogma attached to the spiritualism movement, which I really enjoy. And so you're free to come with your own beliefs, Mm. but let's embrace them and share them and Mm. work out what works best for your own spiritual progression.
1: They had one in North Richmond I went to many, many moons ago. Yes. I liked it because it was it was actually very calming. I found when I went to that spiritual church, Wonderful. I don't know what's happened to it or I mean I never went on a regular basis. I went a few times because a friend of mine was going there, but it, I think that you're with like-minded people. Absolutely. And so therefore you got each other's energy really growing with each other, would that be
0: correct? I think so, and also it opens the ways for you to kind of understand somebody else's spirit journey because some people might see spirit, some people might hear, some might feel Mm. like you're really trying to find your feet at Mm. this stage and then obviously it introduces you to the path of your own Mm. healing, whether that's you then get involved with Reiki or spiritual Mm. healing or Mm. crystals or Mm. uh, pendulums and then psychic readings, like it really opens the door Mm. and you can learn from other people who've already been walking that path for Mm. quite some time.
1: So you got to the spiritual church in Blacksland, you went into that, and then that is where it defined your pathway?
0: Absolutely. Yeah, okay. That would be the most important meeting, the most important step of this whole spiritual journey, walking oh. into the door of a spiritual church.
1: Was it, when you first walked in, did you walk in sort of, mm, I don't know which way I'm going to go, and it was defined rather quickly, or did it take time?
0: It was defined rather quickly for me because I'd already had a spiritual belief, because right. I was aware that my grandmother was a tea leaf reader. Ah. Tea leaf, love it. Love the tea leaves. (laughs) So she was a tea leaf reader very early on. But we didn't discuss a lot of it with my mother. I didn't discuss the spiritual aspect of life a great Mm. deal until I went to a spiritual centre and I began to learn to formulate more questions. Oh, by the way, who did this, Mum? And uh, and I found Mm. later on also that my mother was an inspirational writer Ah. where she would grab the pen and write inspirationally as well. So you look back and you say, well, the natural acumen is already there, the natural gifts yes and it just opens in a way that it's supposed to at the time now would it have happened that i would walk down the path of mediumship and healing if it hadn't worked out through the path of trauma i don't know i may not have looked for it otherwise
1: exactly
0: right Uh, but now that i have and then i walked into the spirit center and that just allowed me to unfold naturally and just really go where my passions were my Mm. passions began in healing then they worked into psychic and then eventually Mm. went into the mediumship but most important aspect of my journey was to find Mm. the find the center
1: so the three aspects was the um, healing, yes. the medium, and then the psychic. Was it
0: other way? Me- healing, psychic, healing. and the medium. Okay. Mediumship is always the last element, generally, to come through, because it is uh, a more intense training and a more intense space of learning for you.
1: Yeah. So when you say training, how how do and I'm. I, just tell me what i need to know i don't need to know the nitty-gritties of it all i probably would love to hear the (laughs) nitty-gritties of it but how does one train for it i mean would you you initially have to have as you say that instinctive or that gift that you're given before you could trained for something like that would that be true
0: passion is the number one thing because yep. if you come along and i say to you oh you'd make a great psychic or a great mm. healer mm. and you have no interest in it or no passion yep. in it then i wouldn't even consider pushing you any further no so i would say to you, if you're passionate about it and you're getting yep. a great deal of healing from what we're teaching you and what we're learning here then we just say here here's how come along to a class, come along to what we call a circle or a development mm. class. Yep. You sit with like-minded people. It could mm. be five one week. It could be mm. 25 the next. Mm. It's an open circle format. Mm. And we learn and we teach the art of psychic and healing first yep. because the healing, what we do, always comes from the spirit world without yep. any doubt. It's from yep. God, th- through God, to, to, to God. It's mm. kind of like the power of the spirit, the power of the healing comes from the spirit. The flow. And we learn to channel it. And we yep. learn to pass that on and be the conduit or the medium Yeah. For the person receiving yeah. the healing and yeah. so you have to learn to um, adjust your vibration to be able to receive that strongly yeah. to be comfortable with it and that's mm. what sitting in class and development is all about
1: sounds absolutely wonderful we might go to a couple of sponsors ads and we'll come back and we'll have a little bit more of a chat after that we're back with endless possibilities and speaking to alan about being a medium and how you grew into doing that and the healing part of it now that is something that you would look at it and say that that came naturally with you, the healing part of that side?
0: I think healing is actually a natural part of all of us. Yeah it really just comes to a space when you begin to recognize that you are able to channel it or able to be a part of it because we're yeah. all able to nurture. Yeah. We're all able to say, I love you and I care mm. for you. How are you today? I hope mm. you're well. Um, you, some people even find that when they're around people who are sick or they're in a little bit of pain that their hands begin to heat up or they start to feel love coming from their heart or their mm. chest. I think a natural part of every human being and even animal relationship is that the healing component is a natural part of who we mm. are. Yeah. It really then opens the door as to what modality you want to work in so yeah. you can decide that you just wish to work with a spirit team like a doctor or angels yeah. in the spirit world yeah. or you can learn a uh, energy s- style like yeah. reiki or uh, different styles of like kinesiology or yeah. bowen therapy yeah. you can take your healing energy into a modality yeah. that you're passionate about yeah. and healing will, will, will just yeah. flow beautifully through you no matter what passion and healing together mm. make a wonderful arrangement
1: oh totally it, would, yeah. it it's uh I just think when you can work from passion, you're very lucky. The best thing, and that—that's how. I mean, I—I've always said that. I said it with my children when they grew up. I said, just go, make sure you find something you love to do
0: wonderful and in this work it's absolutely imperative because it's such a lot of energy work that goes on mm. and if you love it it's beautiful because mm. through that the other great thing that comes from this movement is faith mm. and and the beauty of love and knowing there's a spirit and knowing mm. we move on after we pass is wonderful mm. but faith that comes in around that mm. we're not alone that we have help all around us mm. that we're part of a, a universal scheme mm. not just a planetary one but a universal life force mm. that is indestructible mm. but not interchangeable but not changeable. Yeah. It's It's like it's a beautiful faith that also comes in with this work too, and that's great. It
1: gives a a, a very much a wholeness, doesn't it? It does, and that you know, it's like when you die, it's not the end. Mm. You know what I mean? And Mm. so people don't have that. Well, to me, I think it would eliminate a lot of fear if you have that feeling of wholeness and being within everything. Absolutely. But um, what I was going to ask you is that with all the things that you do, I know you do your private readings, but you also go out and you do... Uh, groups don't
0: you? Absolutely yes we do uh, shows, events, normally the the shows that we do are mediumship shows Right. so we all have maybe 10 a year that we may do where we have an audience anywhere between 40 to 70 people and that whole time we say "You welcome along, I don't really know who comes along because Mm. other people organise those and we just spend the whole two hour session bringing through the spirit world, Mm. your mother's here and wishes to tell me this, this, this and this Mm. or um, I have a child here that represents itself and wants to talk about passing at a very early age and is connected to this family here and mm. I'm, I'm even an animal communicator so mm. the pets can come through love is yeah. love on the other side and many yeah. quite often we'll have uh, birds and dogs mm. and cats also want to mm. come through and give validation that they're still part of uh, their, their their family's lives yeah. so shows we do a lot uh, group events where I'm reading for um, families at home as well mm. my main work is to communicate with the spirit world where I say yeah. I've got your loved ones here yeah. the loved ones want to validate and show to you that they're around mm. so they'll give me details about their life things that happen to their and at The funeral, or around the hospital, or at the wedding, or what happened 50 years ago, or Is last that to week,
1: validate that they're there so the people know to believe. It's
0: to validate, yeah, yeah. that's okay. to say, Look, I, I'm here to try to bring a, bring your mother through for you, mm. and your mother wants to give me information mm. that A, she's mm. not alone, her father's there with her, and also they give me this information to validate that that's who they are. Yeah, because if I can validate that the spirit water there, yeah. then I also can validate the reading for you. Because mm. we don't just do mediumship, we also do a reading, mm. and that reading gives you information that I'm in some way way. responsible for Mm. because i tell you how to live your life or i tell you what's good for you or i tell you what's coming up for you so if we validate who that information has come from Mm. then you know it's come from the spirit world Mm. and it's been validated by them as being this would work really well Mm. for you
1: Mm. many moons ago when um oh god it would be 25 years ago easy Mm. uh i kids were young and I was up at the uh, local primary school and the girls were going to Tarrico Readers and these readers and all these different readers and I used to be a sceptical and I used to go, oh, don't be ridiculous, <laughs> what are you doing, you know, waste of money, blah, blah, blah. Anyway, one of them said, you really want to go to this person really good. So I thought, okay, I'll go along, why not? We'll see what's going on. And I sat there and this woman, must have been a medium, she said to me right okay and she'd look at me and then she'd look over my shoulder right and she'd say hang on dear to me look at me and then she'd look over the shoulder and she'd have a conversation and she'd say yep yep okay hang on I'll tell her that now your mother wants to tell (laughs) (laughs) and she she, this is how she would do things third party
0: conversation yes
1: and she's and she'd be Yes, 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 I'm going to tell her that in a minute. That's how, <laughs> it was so wonderful. But that, that was the one that did me because she said to me, your mother's telling me you don't believe I'm speaking to your mum. So she's told me to tell you that there used to be a car that she had and it was maroon with a white top. Done. That's it. I believe you now.
0: <laughs> That's what we call evidence. And,
1: well, it's evidence, yeah, That's but it's, it. it was validating as well, wasn't it, really? Absolutely. And uh, I remember that, and I'll always, that was when we were talking earlier, I said to you that I was going to tell you that story, and that was a story because I think that the profession you're in and what you do is like a lot of professions. There's a lot of people out there that are good and that are passionate and wholesome in what they're doing. Yes. And there's people out there that are in for the bank account. And I think that it's sad because it's like me, if you talk about hypnotherapy, there's people out there that joke about making people be ducks and whatever on stage and then jump into, oh, I'm a hypnotherapist, I can mm. help you with anxiety. And it's like, well, why cheapen?
0: I think the, the, the short answer for that for me is that they're not ready. Like they they do a six week course or an eight week course and then they exactly. start practicing. Yeah. Uh, if I go back to my own journey, we were, I would have sat in class for five years for psychic and healing development within the within the church or centre environment. Yeah. And then to learn mediumship, because I saw some visiting English UK mediums come Mm -hmm. out and their proof of survival or their evidence was fantastic. Mm -hmm. I sat for a further 10 years in class, week Mm -hmm. in, week out. Mm -hmm. So the overall development space of mediumship is not a one-year process. It's an apprenticeship of five years to begin with, and then another five years of hard work. And then you start to get into a space where you're a very highly competent, evidential medium, Mm -hmm. because you can always say to a spirit, there are very good psychics out there, don't get me wrong, Mm -hmm. but the evidence is what we always search for yeah. hello dad how do you know this lady show me how mm-hmm. and they'll try to give us details whether it's that maroon car with a white roof yes. or or all of a sudden they talk about having six children, three boys and three girls, and they mm. look at you and they say to me, Your birthday's on January 4 or January 5, and it's mm. around that kind of time. Mm. They'll give us details that are relevant, that mm. is evidential, but it takes a long time to develop that craft. Mm. And some people just haven't put the time in yet. Not to say they can't be very good psychics yeah. and very good mediums, mm. but in this day and age where it's a very quick turnaround, we do a weekend course or a, a workshop for no, eight well, weeks.
1: you're you're totally correct i mean it's the same as with hypnotherapy with nlp Mm. i don't know how many nlp courses are out that have been flogged like anything i agree and uh i mean what i find sad about these things is that when someone comes to you i'm going to say from my experience Mm. here is that when i go to a tarot card reader and on my birthday everyone out there i go every year to and uh, i'm not being uh disrespectful to you but i've always called them spooky dooky people right mm-hmm. because i reckon they're in touch with all the you know angels and all that sort of thing so I, my little all my friends know i say spooky dookie and they go oh have you gone to a spooky dookie cath and i go yeah yeah yeah, really cool one you know and um, but the thing is that when i i went through uh a very hard stage of my life and it was going through anxieties and depression suicide and then i went into divorce okay and i did after that first experience and believed then go to people because i was desperate for answers Mm. and i was lost i didn't know what to do and you would get a lot of people i should imagine that are desperate lost and they 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 really are lost and they are desperate if you go to a person though alan and they don't know and they're it's a money grabbing business to them They've got that person's life there in their hands. It's
0: they can do a they can sad. do a bit of damage yeah. if that's the case. Yeah. Uh, if I were to be very precise with the, the the listeners out there, I would say to them they can always ask for a little bit of validation or evidence. So if a person's mm. giving them information, mm. they can simply ask a question, which would be along the lines of. Thank you for that. I really enjoyed the reading. I enjoyed what you've told me, or I'm getting into the reading really well. Can you tell me who's giving you the information, please? Mm. And so they can ask of the spirit, who is the spirit giving them the information? Mm. And the psychic or the medium should be able to go into some part of their talents and skills to be able to give some validation that it's coming from the spirit world. Mm. Because psychics is, as the name suggests, is an energy reader. I tap into your energy we link energy to energy, aura to aura, Mm. and I pick up information about you. And that could be bad, good, indifferent. It doesn't Mm. really matter. But Mm. it's psychic, meaning that I could also pick up your hopes, your dreams, your ambitions, your traumas. Mm. And I'll talk about all of those. Mm. But the spirit world will overlay that with a level of information. That Mm. means I see you're trying to achieve these things and you're trying to get your NLP certificate and achieve these goals. Mm. And then the spirit world comes into over the top and says, at the moment, it won't be happening because of this, or you need to do that so yeah. a psychic can say give you all the the yeses and all the lovely yeah. responses you're looking for yeah. but a little bit of validation then will give us a response of is it true or not is yeah. is what i'm picking up from you true yeah. and the spirit will come in and say no alan uh she will need to do that or he will need to do yeah. this to make that come forward yeah. it adds a level of of um definition to a reading that is very important i think
1: and i think it is important especially what you were saying then because a lot of people are so much in a rush and everyone i think is in a rush these days Mm. and they all want it yesterday that that there's to me and how i look at it now with life that there's a lot of pathways out there Mm. and it depends on what you're willing to look at to what you're willing to what pathway you walk uh so like uh, i opportunities that probably I would never have recognised for the fact that I didn't open up those possibilities. So in opening up your life to saying that, okay, well, like I could have gone life saying, okay, well, I'm just going to be a hypnotherapist and a naturopath and mm. NLP. how fine, that's it. Well, as soon as I say that's it, that's all it will be because I have not opened myself up. But once you allow this is my belief you allow your subconscious mind to open up and say well that's great but you know what i think i really want to have more what else could i do things start to present to you and that's
0: i couldn't agree more that's how
1: i believe things to be what you said then about uh this person wants to do this and it's just probably not the right time i think it's invaluable information Hmm. because sometimes when you push something when it's not meant to be it, it can be very bad And it could actually knock you off a pathway that is truly yours, but you pushed at the wrong time.
0: I agree, very Mm. much so. And that's where the teacher comes in hand here because a teacher who is an honest teacher and an honest instructor will say to you, you're not ready. And uh, because the people that go to these courses never have any interaction with a teacher again, except for maybe in another 12 months time for another course, But if you go to a development circle or a group or you go to a a spiritual centre or church, you are in this circle space for quite some time and Mm -hmm. a teacher will say, you're ready or you're not ready or here's where we make our mistakes and here's Mm -hmm. where we get it wrong. And then you train your abilities to a point where all of the most of the mistakes. Nobody's 100% correct. I'm not right. either, yeah. but uh, we do have a high expect a high level of evidence and a high yeah. level of um, correct in our readings. Yeah. So. At, in a class level and being around teachers, they'll be very honest with you in this movement and say, yes, you're ready or no, you're not. Yeah. You're ready yeah. to do platform. You're ready to do a church service. You're ready to do a group. Yeah. And your instructor should really have a part in your life. And that's what I do like about this movement. Mm. If you find the right place, you'll have a teacher in your life for 5, 10, 15 years mm. and mm. a mentor. And that's a wonderful mm. place to oh, be.
1: Oh, I think it is. I think it, mentors are excellent for people to have. Mm. And they it's that the person that you need when you get into confusion or when you're wanting validation or you're just wanting something to be critiqued a bit and you get so caught up in the fuzz of yourself, you can't get that clarity. Uh, I'm going to go to a short commercial break and we'll come back and we'll have a few more minutes with Alan, I know his time is very precious, so I don't want to overstay my welcome here, so to speak. Healthy mind, healthy body, what does that mean for you? Have you ever wondered about those things? Hello, I'm Catherine Jean. Join me on Tuesday evenings from 6 to 7 as we discuss topics like mental health, physical and environmental health, questions that are on all our minds. Back with Endless Possibilities and with Alan. And, Alan, I've got a question for you. With all the medium readings and the healing that you've done, give me a couple of standout ones where probably... If you've got a group of people and you've mentioned that someone i mean you must have really have touched some people very in a call.
0: keeping names and names and dates of course, hidden of course, of course uh, yes. look this is the wonderful part of what we do because we do change people's lives and we mm. do bring a, a connection to them that they thought they had lost mm. some people still speak to their family and the spirit was without mm. any doubt mm. but for you to be able to validate and bring that information mm. through means that everything they're saying to them mm. is true because mm. they can feel them around like mm. you're validating what they already know that my mm. loved ones are still with me but I mm. but I know they are but if we can help prove that for them yeah. that it brings a great deal of healing. it's
1: very warming for people.
0: I have done a, a very recent show in the little local area yeah. and that was for a group of maybe th- 25 to 30 people who attended one of our mediumship Evenings, yeah. I'll give you one particular reading that came through on the day. There was a lady there from overseas, she'd been in Australia for at least 10 years, give or take, and she'd uh, moved out to Australia to start a new life. Now, one of the reasons that she'd started a new life and that we brought through in the reading was that she'd lost twin children, Mm. and she'd uh, it was a very emotional space for her. Yeah, and I came to her in the reading amongst 30 people, and I pointed at her and I said to her there's a twin wishing to talk with you. And I looked at her and I gave her a birth date. And she said to me at the time, she said, that's my twin's birth date or Mm. the anniversary of their Mm. passing. And we come through and begin to bring some evidence of this twin who's now an angel in the spirit world and working on helping other children and other Mm. children. Cause she has two sets of twins. Mm. So the whole dynamic was around talking about the twins, the children, Mm. how they're helping, how they're walking. And the the, the, the the healing that came from that was more to do with the lady has not spoken to a, a child's energy or her child's energy for over 20 years. And for that one connection to come through on that night and give evidence and validations that, hey, mum, I'm still watching you. Yeah. I'm still part of your life. And here are some of the details of what I've been watching you doing yeah. and what's been going on at home. Yeah. Like this lady then says, Oh my goodness, the, the soul that I carried and the soul that was with me for so long that I couldn't, not, I've taken the grief of not being, having not, that as part of my world, is still with me and has been mm-hmm. for the last 20 years each and every day. And that's just a small snippet of a lot of information that comes through i had another lady through the week we might do 20 25 readings a week and then another lady who had come through where her father had left at a very early age Mm. where at the age of five or six she had these memories of a dad that was wonderful but passed immediately through a heart attack and Mm. um, was found in the family home and i spoke Mm. about all the details around the home and she named her child after that man and then Mm. he came through and gave me those names and those Mm. details Mm. but again Uh, she was in tears for much of the reading just because all of a sudden this life that she's lived without a dad Mm. came into perspective because Mm. I start to tell her what happened with her children, what happened at the age of 10 and what what he saw her do at 16 and for her birthday at 18 and we bring through all these details that Mm. she knew that her father was with her Mm. every step of the journey and that even though she hasn't had a dad, Mm. she's had a dad who's watched Mm. every step and that kind of validation is wonderful for me Mm. but also for them because I have a parent in the spirit world and even though I do not communicate with them i understand the beauty of that connection that i can be making mm. for people and it's wonderful to not see them cry but just to realize that hang on they're not alone mm. and everything that i've gone through i'll get to meet them again and that's the wonderful mm. part
1: how come you don't speak to your parent can medi can you not speak to your parent you need another medium to do that
0: i can but my own team on the other side you might say mm. asks me Yep. to not take life for granted. Okay. And so they say to me, don't assume that everybody you know in this life and have loved in this life that you'll be able to talk to. Yep. The bottom line is put the effort in to yep. be a brother or a husband or yep. a father yep. or a friend Without assuming or taking the easy path of, oh, well, if I don't go and see my sick auntie or Mm. my grandmother, that Mm. I'll get to speak within the spirit. And the spirit say to me, me. no, you won't. So take this opportunity to make sure that every relationship you have in this life is the way you want to live it. Mm. Because you do wonderful work for people, Alan, they say to me, but please don't assume that we'll return the favour because we want you to live the most fulfilling Mm. life possible here. And the most fulfilling aspect of what we do is relationships. Mm. And if I were to take that for granted, I wouldn't be fulfilling my purpose here.
1: No, that's right. I liked what you said then about the father because it's kindred with me that because my father died at 18 months old. Mm. And I could imagine for that woman, if it was a woman who had that with the father being there, that... That Because I remember last night when I was talking to Steve on Endless Possibilities that uh, we talked about the adoption and I said, and then I then later found my natural father and I've never met him or anything, he doesn't wish to do that. And I said to him, the one thing I always wanted was a father. And that's good that that can happen and people can come to you or someone that's got your... Oh, I suppose degree of knowledge and the, the, what you've trained and the passion because to train so much for something you have to be passionate about Absolutely. it and I think that that anyone who's lost someone if and I'm not doing an ad for you Alan I'm what? just saying that I personally would know how that would find or make me feel and I think that is such a warming thing to think that you know you haven't actually been walking alone.
0: Very rewarding on both parts, but yeah. it is a great deal of responsibility because I do have people that are with me who are highly emotional spaces. And so mm. I have to look after them and mm. protect them. And the spirit also want to come through and have a laugh mm. and say, "We, the, you know, we were in your house yesterday and they saw you in the shower and you dropped your razor blade doing this, this, and then you mm. hopped around and started swearing and all. So they, they'll kind of want to give yeah. me some funny anecdotes about their life as well, about what mm. they may have been doing so that they can uh, not just be sad, but also be humorous because the spirit world is full of the personalities Of those we love and Mm. the the passing space and and death can be a very traumatic experience for our loved ones around us Mm. and the spirit who go through like palliative care and alzheimer's Mm. and dementia Mm. well all of the disease goes with the body it's no longer a part of their being. And so they want to come through and express how wonderful they're feeling and how lovely that their life is now. And how, oh, by the way, we got to see Jean. And not only Jean, Joyce was here too. Mm-hmm. And then uh, we and I, I've been, you know, we're having a party now and my birthday's coming up and I wanted to let you know, thank you for sent, going down to the grave and taking yeah. my flowers. But I'm, we're not at the grave, darling. You, you have to come to my house and kind of like, <laughs> but, you know. And, and they kind of yeah. want, they, yeah. they want to express how much fun and how much health they have yeah. and how they're different people yeah. now and
1: and and how much that would help people that yeah, were actually grieving and you know absolutely or people that have lost persons through uh disease and cancer and mm. things like that uh, that would be I, I find that would be so valuable for people you know that are grieving so badly and don't know how to get out of that grief i mean there is uh, therapies that can release that grief but what you're talking about is you're talking about this person still walking with them in life which i think is really valuable love is love and no matter
0: and no matter what connection we have to people in this life Mm. no matter what Mm. we will meet them again whether that was good bad or indifferent that's for you to decide on your story But the bottom line is, every action, every deed, every person, Mm. every aspect of our life that we have had with loved ones, friends and connections, Mm. we'll share it again in some day and we'll get to talk about it and we'll get to review it and we'll get to be part of each other's journey and say, look at that, remember this story and that story. And the the, the reunion of families is Mm. one of the the passion, that reasons I do this. Mm. And to see the emotional spaces that lift around people and the healing energy is also a great, um, it's a great boon for me as well because... I just, that's where the passion comes from, Mm. because we we see the relationships that are healed or we're helping people, but most importantly, Mm. we're bringing the message of the Spirit. You're never, ever alone. Please include me in your life. I know you come to see me, and I know you do these things, and I know you have a wall with all my photos and my my ashes and all those things in your house, but just keep talking to me and saying, hi, Mum, hi, Dad. Please be a part of my life. I want you to be around. I want to feel you. I want to know that you're there, and I know you have your own job to do, but... I'm. Um, I'm letting you know. I'm. In, I'm including you still.
1: Mm. Yeah, that's absolutely wonderful. For you, Alan, what is coming up for you in the near future? I mean, do you, I know you do private readings and talking to people and all I that. Do. Where can people see you next if they want to do a group thing? or
0: We or, do. Well, my, cur- my current reading formats take me up to about April for bookings yep. because we do a lot of this work. I have yep. some groups. Uh, I have a show coming up on 15th of November in St Mary's, and that is a, at a local cafe, holds about 50 people, and that's a mediumship event. Uh, I'm a recent columnist in the Western Weekender as well, so you yep. can actually write into the yep. Western Weekender, send in a question, send in a, a photo of yep. the deceased, yep. and what all you, all you have to do is say, I'm hoping to connect with my mother, her name is Betty, her date of birth is this, and here's a photo, yep. and I'll, I can link in, in a way that, through the energy of the yep. photo and try to give you details and information about that person's life mm. as well. It's a little yeah. bit harder to do with only the energy of a photo, but it can yeah. be done and can yeah. be done quite well. Yeah. Uh, shows, events, we don't do as many psychic fairs now, but we're starting to travel around a little bit yeah. more, getting out to the South Coast and Central yeah. Coast and yeah. doing a lot more larger groups for 20, 30, 40 people. But I love the I love the space of mediumship in yeah. in the public format. So yes. we do a show for 50 people, we spend the whole two hours Bringing through loved ones, I love yeah. that, and that's yeah. what I'm hoping to do more of.
1: Right, so that's sort of your vision is to be doing more of those sort of things it than is. more of the one-on-ones.
0: The one-on-ones are a natural uh, a, a consequence from that because yeah. if I if I go to a, uh, a do a, a, a private session or a group for fifty people, then I might yeah. have ten or fifteen private readings yeah. are requested from that anyway. Mm-hmm. So. When I do the group work, the, the one-on-one work is, mm. is taken care of because a lot of people are interested. Mm. They get to see how I work. Yeah. They get to see what a medium it is. Oh, totally. And then they can say, Alan's the right one for me. Because exactly. not every psychic and not every medium is also the yeah. right one for you. Yeah. Because I may be able to communicate with certain people in the spirit world. Yeah. But you go to another medium who can actually communicate with the people that you're hoping for. Yeah. So you say, I went to see Alan. Alan brought through dad and my godf- godfather for some reason, yeah. but I went to another one and then she brought through mum. Yeah. So we can work with different spirit yeah. on the other side, yeah. purely based on rapport. Some yeah. spirit talk really well with us. Other spirit are, are more difficult to reach mm-hmm. or we don't quite have the rapport with them initially. Yeah. So you might find, well, oh, hang on, I didn't, like, what did my godmother come through and not my mother? You know, yeah. there's. it's all yeah. based on communication rapport as well.
1: Yeah. Okay, so anyone who wants to get in touch with you, you have a... Is it a website or a Facebook site you'd prefer them to go to?
0: Just either will be fine. If they'll, okay. On my Facebook site, they'll see all of my events as my okay. website. And my Facebook uh, is Alan Hamlin, Spiritual Medium. And my website is alanhamlin.com. So yep. they can reach me in either of those. Lovely.
1: Yeah. Well, I'll be putting this into a podcast, everyone. Thank you so much, Alan, for joining us today on Endless Possibilities. And I hope everyone out there, we might have opened some Endless Possibilities for everyone too, and opportunities so that... You can actually look at another side and feel whole and feel warm again. Thank you so much, Alan. Really appreciate it. Great to be here. Thank you.